I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 13 of Better Regulate Than Never. Last week, we talked about having a morning and bedtime routine, and I hope you started to practice some of those new things. I promise you, you will feel so much better if you do. I know it's probably not something that you're wanting to do. Our brain never wants to do those kind of things, but I would love I would love for you to try it because I know it's going to make a difference. When I started working on that episode, I thought that I would be talking about routines and schedules and how to calendar all of that. But as I started talking to you about the importance of routines and how to set that up, I thought it's really going to be more important to let that kind of soak in about the routine, and then we can worry about calendaring it and scheduling it this week. So that's what we're going to do. I plan to have a video or some videos to watch in the show notes so that you can actually see this in practice, because I know I'm a visual learner. And when I see things written out, or I can see a video or, or watch someone do something, it helps me to learn it more than just hearing about it. So I'm going to tell you about it. So you'll be listening about it, but then you can go into the videos and see how this actually plays out in your life. And I plan to do the videos with some of my students so that the planning of the activities will actually be activities that young people are planning. Because when I thought about what my calendar and schedule looks like, you know, it has a lot of things on it, a lot of adulting things. And not that you don't have some things like that on your calendar or schedule, but mine would probably look a lot different than yours. So I wanted you to really see what it would look like from your perspective. So I hope those are helpful and enjoyable for you. The most important part of routines and schedules is that you do them every day without excuse. We kind of talked about that last week. When you start a new routine, your brain's going to tell you, oh, don't worry about it. Don't do it today. You know, procrastinate, put that off because your brain doesn't want to do new things. It doesn't want to expend any energy on trying to do new things or challenging itself. But if you do, um, you will be amazed at the things you can accomplish. I want you to build a relationship with yourself where you honor what you say you're going to do. That's really important in every part of your life. This will build so much self-confidence and pride that you can achieve anything that you say you will. Having that sense will give you so much control and peace in your life. And ultimately, that's going to alleviate anxiety, which I know so many people struggle with anxiety. And if you have complete control of your calendar and your schedule and your life, it takes out tons of anxiety and tons of that brain chatter about, oh, you really should be doing this or that or whatever. You already know what you're supposed to be doing. So you don't have any of that. When you're deciding 
what your routine is going to look like, we need to use our prefrontal cortex. Remember, that is the thinking, planning, and learning part of our brain. So to make sure that we're using that part of brain, we must plan ahead of time. Because remember, when we're planning, we have our whole brain engaged. And then when we get to that part, like remember when you're getting up early for the first time, your primitive brain is what you're using. And it's saying, oh, just stay in bed. Don't worry about it. This schedule's dumb. It's not going to help anything anyway. And that's not your prefrontal cortex. So we want to use the prefrontal cortex to plan. And then we just have to fight the primitive part of our brain when that time comes. I'm going to teach you this process to use on a daily basis, but it was really created to be used on a weekly basis. But I thought to show you how to do it, it might be easier for you to start one day at a time. But if you think you can handle doing this on a week, doing it for a week instead of one day, please do that. Um, Ultimately, I'm hoping you'll work up to using this scheduling process on a weekly basis instead of a daily basis. But I want you to do whatever works for you and what you will do. So I just, I want you to do it however you want. The same process applies whether you use it every morning and every night, or if you do it every Monday morning and every Friday night, which is when you would plan it for a week. I know it sounds tedious to plan your life and everything in it, but this actually frees up time in your life and gives you so much more control over the things that you're doing. Your life will feel so much more accomplished and you will find time to do, you will find more time to do fun things. This tool will help you deliberately create your life exactly how you want it to be. When you plan all of your activities, you don't feel guilty when you are watching two hours of Netflix or playing video games all morning or taking a nap because you planned to do it just that way. How many times have you started projects and never finished them? Oh my gosh, that used to happen to me so much. And The reason that happens is because you never planned to finish them. It's easy to plan to start something, just like you plan to start a new routine or you plan to get up at a different time. You plan to get your homework done, but we never plan how we're going to finish those things. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This approach eliminates those excuses about why you didn't accomplish something. You say you're going to do it. You do it. Done. That's it. This is the secret to success in anything you're ever going to want to do in your whole life. As you think about the tasks for the day or the week, I don't want you to overwhelm yourself. Don't try to pack in too many activities and tasks. Then you're just setting yourself up to fail. And that is the opposite of how I want you to do this. When you decide what projects, tasks, and activities you're going to do for the day or the week, you have to do them. Your brain will offer reasons to change your mind, but you have to do them. When you write out your life, plan it, and always follow through, you realize that you're unstoppable. There is nothing that you can't do. Just like we have to manage our emotions, we also have to manage ourselves within time. You are the one that decides how long something is going to take. 
even if you are a perfectionist, you create a start and a stop time for yourself. When the time is up, you are finished, period. This will help you to accurately accomplish things instead of spinning in doubt and worry and telling yourself it is not quite right or ready. One hour, done. To start this process of planning, I want you to spend 30 minutes without distraction to plan your day. And if you are going to plan for a week, I want you to use one hour. All distractions must be turned off or put away. No music or TV in the background, just you and your thoughts, paper and a writing utensil. Have everything ready ahead of time. So before you even start this 30 minutes or one hour, I want you to make sure you have everything you need so that you will will work on this with no distractions. So if you need to look at email or your calendar to get appointment times, or you need to look at your work schedule to know when you work this week, get all of that stuff ahead of time and write it on your piece of paper. Now, this part is going to look like the thought download. So you're just going to write down everything that you want to do. Um, This is like your to-do list download. Write down everything from napping, reading, video game time, Netflix, chores, homework, time with your boyfriend, girlfriend, eating, sleeping, exercise, and so on. There's so many things. Everything that you need to accomplish today or this week, just write it down and just keep writing, 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 and even ask yourself, just like in a thought download, what else, what else, what else, what else? Because you'll be amazed at how many things you need to do. Now, when you have this list and it's all written out on paper, at first you may feel sick, like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff here. How am I going to do all this? But we're just going to be calm. And when we look at that list, we're going to prioritize it. So what things absolutely have to be done because we have a deadline, like homework assignments have deadlines, certain appointments that you absolutely have to do, your work, going to work, all those things that are like absolutes. There's no, there's no um, creative planning with it. Those are the things you're going to kind of mark and look at. And then some of those things that are more obscure, like I'm going to write a book or I have a party to plan for on Friday or whatever, those kinds of things that can be at a different time, or you can worry about them later. Those will be at a different part of your list. There are going to be some things on your list that are going to require focus time. So anything that's like homework, studying for a test, writing a book, Um, anything where you're going to need like creative time and energy to really work on it with no distractions that goes in a different category because you're going to create time in your schedule just for focusing on things. Now you will get out whatever calendar you want to work with. So if you're going to use a digital calendar or you're going to use a paper calendar, it doesn't matter. Um, I find it easier to use a digital calendar because I can merge it with other calendars. Like I have a work digital calendar and I have a home digital calendar and I merge them together. So all of my stuff's on one calendar. Um, Also with a digital calendar, you can have it with you wherever you go. So it's on my computer, it's on my iPad, it's on my phone. 
So no matter where I am, I can look at my calendar and I know what is scheduled for me to do. But if you want to use a paper calendar, please do it. The only thing is I just want you to use it. So use whatever kind of calendar is the one you're going to use. The good news about scheduling and calendaring is that you get to calendar your free time first. So think about all of the things that you want to do that is going to be, you know, playing video games, watching Netflix, taking a nap, uh, getting your nails done, you know, all those things that are all for you that you want to do, put those on your calendar first and put the time frames of when you're going to do those things. Then you're going to put down all your meal times, your sleep time, your appointments, your work schedule, all of those things that happen all the time, you know, that happen every day or happen at certain times, put all of those things in. And then make sure that you have at least one hour a day of focus time. And that's the time when you're going to create things, you're going to study for tests, you're going to do your homework. And this is a little different if you are in online school. So whether you're in hybrid and it's, um, it's a remote day, meaning it's the day that you work from home on your schoolwork, or if you are a student who just does online schooling, you need to create a three hour focus time. Now that doesn't mean that the three hours have to be in all one chunk. And I would actually recommend it's not in one chunk because you've got to have breaks and rest time and Um, but if you, if it is a remote day where you're in hybrid learning, but it's a day that you're at home only, or if you're only working from home on school, you need to create three hours of work time at least. I mean, you can certainly make more, but I think three, if it's truly focused time, like what I'm going to explain to you, I think you can get your stuff done in three hours. Focus time is 100% distraction free. That means that you don't have your phone, your notifications are turned off on your computer, no TV, no music, nothing, just you and your schoolwork or you and the book you're writing or you and your art project or whatever. Anytime you have to be creative and really use your whole thinking brain, you've got to get all those other distractions out of the way. You are going to get so much done during that time. You won't even believe how much work can be done if it's truly distraction free. I think most of us work with distraction. And so an hour or three hours, we feel like, oh my gosh, we never got anything done. And that's because we're constantly being, our mind is being pulled in all these different directions. And even if you don't look at the notifications, if you're hearing them or seeing them pop up on your computer, they're still distracting you. So make sure that all that stuff is turned off. If you need to put your phone in airplane mode, or you need to put your phone in a different room, that's what I would do. Then after you've planned all of that stuff on your calendar, add 30 minutes of overflow each day into your calendar. And that is for times when your focus time, like if you have an hour or three hours set aside for focus time. And during that focus time, your parent comes and says, I need you to take the garbage out. You can either go do the garbage at that time. And then whatever time that took, that actually goes into your overflow time. Or 
you could also negotiate with your parent. I'm, you know, I'm working on focus time right now. Can I do that at whatever time your overflow time is? Either way, whatever works for you or your parents. But do not use the overflow time as a crutch. So don't have um, your, (laughs) I just got a notification that's distracting me. This is exactly why you need to have those turned off. And I hardly ever get notified about anything. So that's interesting. But anyway, um, do not use the overflow time as a crutch. So Of course, when your brain comes up with all these excuses about not doing your chores or not doing your homework, don't think, oh, well, I have the overflow time. The overflow time can only be used for things you didn't plan for. So make sure you only use it for that. And that really should be very few times. I think it would be important for you to tell your parents that you're doing this new way of life so that um, you can tell them ahead of time the tasks or activities Um, you know, have them tell you ahead of time so you can plan for them. Or if you're having your focus time for an hour, tell your parents, hey, this is my one hour of focus time. If you could um, just tell me to do some of those tasks at two o'clock when this is over, you know, whatever time your focus time is over, um, that would be helpful. And really, I think your parents will be thrilled that you're doing this because it means that you're going to get your stuff done and they don't have to uh, bother you about it anymore. Okay, now your calendar is set after you have all those things on there and your calendar is non-negotiable. That means that you have to do what the calendar says every time, no matter what. I promise when it is time to do your chores or homework, your brain is going to say that you don't want to do it. Your brain's going to offer all sorts of reasons and excuses not to do what is on your calendar. Do it anyway. This is how you're going to build that integrity with yourself. And you're going to realize that you can do anything you say you're going to do. And it feels amazing at the end of the day or on Friday, depending on how you're doing your calendar. If you are doing this, um, for a week, then you're going to evaluate how the week went. If you're doing this for a day, you're going to evaluate how the day went celebrate all the times you followed through with your routine and schedule, even when you didn't want to, and think about what times worked and how you might better plan tomorrow or next week. Sometimes you plan for um, a nap and then you realize, uh, I really only want a nap two days a week or whatever. So then you could change it differently. Sometimes you're going to be working on a long-term project or activity, and so you can think about how you're going to break that up into daily tasks so that you can complete it on time. If you follow these steps, you will have so much power and control to create the exact life you want to live. It's going to be amazing. You will get all of your work done on time, have more free time than you ever had before, and your free time will be completely guilt-free because you planned for it. Thank you for listening today. I would love to hear from you about how your calendar is working or isn't working for you. Send me emails and I will help you troubleshoot the parts that you're still struggling with. Please tell your friends about this podcast because if you're all planning your time, you can plan things um, together and all just have such a good time because you're, you're not feeling guilty that you should be doing something else. 
Please rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to so that other people can find us. Every day you get to decide what your thoughts are going to be. Choose wisely. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts. 